0: Now listening to track eight, you should be looking out towards the green space at the end of Mill Lane. This is laundress green, so called because it was used by university washerwomen who spread out their washing to dry on the grass. From here you can also walk out directly into the fens. The majority of these huge wetlands, which once dominated eastern England, have now been drained, ploughed into fields or built upon, as in Cambridge itself. Well into the 20th century life expectancy for those who lived in or near the fens was particularly low. This low-lying, often flooded marshland was associated with many diseases and ailments. Dr Mary Dobson, a medical historian explains,
1: so in fenland areas many people suffered from all sorts of diseases. It's one on top of another. So you, you know, you've got bad water, you've got typhoid, you've got diarrhea, you've got poor nutrition, scurvy, you're struggling nutritionally, etc.
0: The smelly, stagnant water was a breeding ground for vast numbers of mosquitoes, or gnats as the locals called them. However, until the early 20th century, when Robert Ross first discovered the link between malaria and mosquitoes, it was the mal area, literally the bad air, emanating from the fens which was blamed for causing this deadly disease. Although it was a very different strain to the tropical disease we know today, Malaria was endemic here in Cambridge. Known as marsh fever, or fen ague, it caused chills and fevers, vomiting and diarrhoea, the victim quite often dying from dehydration. In an attempt to treat themselves, fen people used opium, or laudanum, made from the white poppy which grew locally, and was valued for its sedative and hypnotic effects. Local pubs even served beer laced with opium, and there was a widespread addiction. It was even given to babies, with disastrous results.
1: This early use of opium continued even when malaria itself was possibly declining. So one of the great reports of the 1860s by one of the medical officers of health, when of course then everyone was focusing on poverty and disease in industrial towns, I mean they were the very worst, Liverpool, Manchester, um, raises the point that in rural Fenland, East Anglia, Infant mortality rates are as high, if not higher, than in these industrial
0: towns. Not all remedies were quite so hazardous. You could always opt to wear an eel-skin garter called a york to ward off the dreaded fen ague. In the 1660s, a local quack doctor called Robert Talber began to treat malaria patients with the imported bark of the cinchona tree. It contained what we now know as quinine. Talbot's success brought him such celebrity that he went on to treat King Charles II. There's a memorial to him in Holy Trinity Church here in Cambridge. Switch off now, look at your map and move on to the next stop.